I am here. Okay, your humble host. One more again. The Lord is giving me an opportunity to be here one more again. I'm even more hyped now. They trying to mess with the audio? What? What is going on right now? Okay, we canceling that. All right. Canceling all of this technical issues and difficulties. They are not ready. Yes, they are not ready, Julian. You right. They not ready for what is about to go down. There's some people that is about to be touched tonight. Y'all don't understand. It's about to be a visitation. As they like to say in church, you about to get a visitation tonight. Okay, so I am just, I am excited because when when stuff like that happens, you know it's about to go down. It's about to go down. So I'm just coming back to y'all again. It's Midnight Prayer Watch, same time, same place. I'm your humble host, Delta, and we are out here. We are making it happen again. One more again for 2020 to bring out 2020 with a bang. And I'm telling y'all, this is about to be live tonight. I mean, live like like live, like lit, like they say in the <laughs> in the new generation this time. We are lit out here tonight. I just want y'all to know that this is about you. This is only God moving in your favor. He's put this platform in place so that you have the opportunity to come to him, to become a vessel, to allow your your prayer request to be known to him so he can pour out his spirit on you. That is what this is about. We are here live, y'all. This is this is only 11 weeks. Oh my goodness, only about to be a whole four months of consistent diligence going in at midnight because we're not letting the devils take over anything that the Lord has for us. We're not letting the devil cancel that prayer request that you've sent up already and said, Lord, I want to make sure that my kids are protected going to school. We're not letting the devil take hold of those things that you've already set into motion in a new business plan. We're not letting the devil take hold of your health and wellness and the things that you said 2021. Okay, 2020, you woke me up. You showed me my my time here on earth is fleeting. In 2021, I'm coming for my health. I'm going to get my health together. Yes. So this is that time. This is that moment. This is that place right here. The Lord has created this opportunity in the virtual space because let's, let's just be real. Our Lord is adaptable. He's using all kinds of things. He probably got the new iPad 15 already up there in heaven. Who knows? I'm just saying he's going to use the tools and the resources to get to you. That's how this works. He has created this platform and he's called me and I have humbly accepted to be able to create a space for us to gather in the spirit virtually. Because guess what? Everybody's telling us, don't gather. Don't get with your families for Christmas. Don't do the normal big Christmas dinners, gift exchanges, don't get together and, and celebrate the Christmas uh, holidays and the Hanukkahs and the Kwanzas and anything that you were celebrating, Diwali, all of that. They're like, don't come together. I think I heard that. I don't know how many times just driving 
in the radio. Like they are serious about this gathering thing not happening. And it's not just about your health and safety, but let's think about health in terms of your mental health. Let's think about health in terms of your social health. And this is why we're out here tonight. We are going in. It's lit going out 2020 with a bang midnight prayer watch. And I'm telling y'all right now, this is the time to seize it. We need to be out here interceded for everything. This is not playtime. This is not the time for us to think that, okay, the Lord knows what's in my heart. Oh my goodness, how many times have I heard that? The Lord knows what's in my heart and I'm still out here drinking and smoking. The Lord knows what's in my heart and I'm going out here and I'm gambling away the money that he done gave me. The Lord knows what's in my heart. And then I'm out here sleeping around with every man that I see at the club and I'm shaking my tail feather at the same time. Oh, let me tell y'all, we are calling it out. Like that's that's exactly what this is. Holy Spirit is like, just understand that the Lord is not just gonna be the, the prosperity preaching, all gracious, all merciful father all the time. He's real about his. And he wanted to make sure that you know that he will hold you accountable for the things which you may be ignorant of before you leave this prayer watch live, but you not gonna be ignorant of it before you leave tonight. I'm telling y'all right now, we're going in. Holy Spirit got a word for us tonight. And for those that don't understand, this is one of the most effective prayer watch hours. This is the hour that Jesus said to his disciples, like watch and pray, cause I'm about to be out here engaging the enemy. And I'm gonna need y'all to have my back. And what happened? They were asleep. They fell asleep. And what are we normally doing at midnight? Normally, people that are up at midnight are either asleep because we're trying to get ready for the next day or the next workday or whatever we got going on in our world, or we are up doing things we should not be doing. Okay, that's why we're talking about temptation tonight. Temptation was the prayer point that Holy Spirit gave me. And actually, he downloaded that inside of me right in the midst of our last prayer watch. So I've been I've been ruminating in this temptation, this prayer point for over a week now. So Holy Spirit has been saying this these are the things we need to go in on. This is what we need to do. And here's what we're going to receive, what we are going to be held accountable to tonight. As we close out the midnight prayer watch is getting ready for the the new thing that God is doing in 2021. He said Initially, I felt like it was like, okay, temptation, we talking about lust. We talking about, you know, our bodies. What are we talking about, Lord? And initially, I felt like, you know, that was going to be the focus. And I know that's a hard pill to swallow. And that's one of the things that he was saying in the last few watches is like, these are going to be hard pills to swallow for a lot of people. And the reason why is because there's all these bubblegum preachers. Okay, I'm going to just say it plainly. It's a whole bunch of candy, sweet pastors and bishops. And I'm not talking about fruit. I'm talking about the word that they're giving you is only the stuff that feels good. It's only the stuff that you want to receive. And what you have already told your, your relationship with God, you already told God, this is how I want you 
to come down into my leg. That's what I'm talking about by bubble gum. Prosperity preaching is another terminology. Uh, you, we've got all kinds of things out here nowadays. Uh, a lot of a lot of this is being characterized in um, the the believer circle as false prophets, which I'm not. I, I I don't subscribe to labeling anybody because what you do with your salvation, I'm not here to judge. I ain't judging nobody because the word says, "Judge lest ye be judged." And I'm not saying that anybody out here is really with the intention of not being on the up and up by saying that you're going to get your, you're going to inherit, you're going to, you're going to increase your land, your territory. Hey, we all want that. Okay. Let's be real. We all want to have a million dollars in our bank account. Okay. I'm, I'm right there with you too. We all want to make sure that we out here driving that Mercedes, driving that S class. Okay. We all want to make sure that we over here, we got um, um, island trip vacations happening every quarter. All right. I'm just saying, I am right there with you. What I'm saying is that when your messages that you are constantly under is only saying the stuff that is making you feel good because we know God is a good God. We know he wants to prosper us. He, we know that he wants a future and a hope for us. But if that's all you're hearing, you don't, uh, you're not getting the full character of God. Our God is a jealous God. Our God is the God that said that if you don't stay away from temptation, it will consume you. And there are times where if you continue to go that route, if you continue to rebel against me, guess what? I'm going to deliver you to those tormentors. And that temptation is going to take over you, okay? And that, that's destruction all the way. So I all I'm saying is that when it comes to what Holy Spirit is saying and what you are receiving and listening to, that we need both, okay? Both. The, the word is just not tailored to the things that you like. It's almost like you have the do what thou wilt mentality. And the, what I will is I only want the good stuff, Lord. I only want to hear about what you said that you would do to, to prosper me, to help this make me good or, or to deliver me from this. And, and I'm not holding myself accountable for the things I need to do to change in my flesh so that I can receive what you have said I can inherit. So where, where is that at? And can I can I get anybody like feeling me tonight? Where is that at? How many people are we really coming across? And that that there are there are religions. There are um, there's there's that uh, legalism. There's there's all kinds of stuff out here that is just being like um, clouded by these disguises that people are sucking up because it sounds good. It feels good in our flesh. And I just want y'all to know that there are things in this word that don't feel good, okay? And there are things that the Lord has said that you have to do in order to inherit the kingdom that you're not going to like. But this is this is why I'm trying to say from a temptation perspective is that the Lord is trying to tell you that there are some hard pills to swallow. I said this last week, hard pills to swallow in order for us to truly walk in the fullness of what he has for us. 
So <clears throat> I'm going to go into this. And once we get outside of our intercessory prayer and, and make sure that we really are catching what the prayer point is in, in temptation. All right. So I'm going to go ahead and get into this intercessory prayer um, and uplift any of these crests that I received over the week. Father God, Lord, we are so humble to come to you one more again, Lord. Thank you, Father God, for revealing to us your true character in your word. The fact that you have given us an opportunity, Lord, to be able to come into your presence once again, Father, to be able to uh, have the, um, the chance to get to know you even more intimately, Father. We are not deserving, Father. But you said, Father God, we could never earn it. And while we don't deserve it, Father God, you give it to us and you call us by faith to receive it, Lord. So we lose that faith right now, Father God, that faith in order to receive all that you have in store for us, Lord. I thank you, Father, that you are tugging on hearts that you are piercing through the thickest of skin, Father, that was created because of trauma, that was created because of hurt, that was created because of distrust, that was created because of unbelief, Father God. You are piercing through that thick skin, Father. You called us a stiff-necked people, Father God. And so we declare and decree right now that our necks are, are becoming malleable, Father God, to your word and the promises that you have said that you are going to be faithful to give to us, Lord. I thank you, Father, for all that are receiving this word tonight, all in the sound of my voice right now, all that may watch later, Father God. I thank you, Lord, that there is something special. That is something that you have already started creating a process inside of them, Father. There is something tailored, custom tailored, to that person that is receiving your spirit right now, that is feeling your tugging right now, Father. I thank you, Lord, that you are a personal Savior, that you are our personal Father in heaven. I thank you, Abba, that even now, God, that you are in a place, you are in a position where you are creating newness of hearts. You are creating cleanliness of hearts, Father God. You are creating a friction inside of hearts, Lord, so that there could be there could be a yearning and a desire for you to come in and wash clean, wash whole, Father God, sanctify and consecrate that which is inherently wicked in our flesh, Lord. I thank you, Father God, that even now, Lord, that these people, your sons and your daughter, Father God, your sons and your daughters are receiving you in a way they've never received you before, Father. Lord, you are changing minds this season. We declare and decree it. You are changing, Father God, hearts. You are changing emotions and feelings. And only you can do it, Father. Only you can reach deep down where they buried that hurt, Father God. Only you can reach deep down where they have that brokenness, Father. Only you can touch that area where there was uh, uh, there was a, a traumatic experience, Lord, that they don't even know that they're suffering from. Father, we declare and decree right now that your restoration is forming back into the design that you have divinely crafted for your sons and your daughters to walk into the fullness of, Father. 
I thank you, Lord, that you are so mighty to the pulling down of those strongholds. And even now, God, you are crafting that counterattack. Oh, Lord, you are giving us that counterattack, Father God, that the weapon that is formed against us won't prosper because you've given us the weapons of our warfare, Father God, because you are mighty to the pulling down of strongholds. And we thank you, Lord, that it's not our battle, that it's your battle, Father God, and you only are calling us into agreement with you, Father, and into agreement, into peace with you, that peace be still, and that you would take this battle, Father God, that we would not try to operate out of our own flesh, that we would not try to operate out of our own power, our own might, Lord, that you would arrest, Father God, our flesh right now, seize it, Lord, as we submit it to you, Father God, and we crucify it right now and come alive in the spirit, Father God, because the flesh is weak, but indeed the spirit is willing, Lord. I thank you, Father God, right now that you are doing a work that we can't even see, Lord. Yes, Lord, you are doing a work, Father God, because we walk by faith and not by sight. And we can't see it, Father God, that even now, Lord, that you are opening eye gates that have been closed, Father God, that have had a veil over them, Lord, that have had scales, Father God, that they have tried to, to have drop off, Father but they didn't know they needed you, Lord. They didn't know they needed your presence and your glory to be able to touch them in a way that only you can drop those scales off of their eyes right now in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, that even now those people that are receiving this prayer are feeling you come in. They're feeling you come in and you are touching, Father God, in deep caverns. You are touching, Father God, in deep, in, in deep canyons, Oh, Lord, that you are softening hearts, Lord. Oh, Lord, we ask right now that you not harden those hearts, that hearts that were hardened, Father God, that hearts that were inherently wicked, Father God, that hearts that were not submitted to you, that you would have mercy on those hearts right now and that you would give them another chance, Father. We ask for you, El Shaddai, our almighty sufficiency to touch those people once again. Give them another chance, Father God. Give them another chance because you are the God of today, yesterday, and tomorrow, and the God of many chances, Father. You would have for us to prosper, for us to have welfare and not destruction. And you said in your word, Father, that you create a future and a hope for us, Lord. And so we ask, Father, for you to have mercy on those hearts. Have mercy on those hardened hearts, Father God, that only just needed another touch from you, that only just needed to feel your presence once again. Father, take away that hardness right now in the name of Jesus and allow, Father God, your spirit to flow like never before. Allow your spirit, Father God, to overflow inside of that tube, Father God, that it would wash out, Father God, that it would that it would just, just suck out, Father God, anything that's not like you in the name of Jesus, that you, Holy Spirit, would pour out Pour out on your sons and daughters right now, Lord. Oh, yes, Jesus. Yes, Father, we thank you, Lord, that even now you are touching people in a way that is showing them that you are calling them to the carpet, Father, that you are, you have a hard word for them, but that's because it's only for their good. 
we know, Lord, that you have all of the puzzle pieces and that you are the creator of the masterpiece, Lord. And though there are some pieces that we cannot see or we do not even understand, Father, we know, Lord, that your love is something that we can't even fathom, that your love, it goes deeper. It goes wider. It's so it's so in-depth, Father God, that it's it's unquantifiable, Lord. It's immeasurable, Lord. We don't even know how to, to receive it, Father God. It's so big, Father. We ask you right now, Abba, to just help us to, to stretch our faith and trust in you and know that even though that puzzle piece that you have moved in our life didn't look right, even though that puzzle piece that you moved in our life looked like it set us back, Father God, even though that puzzle piece in our life was removed and we thought it was going to be there, Father God, that you are working that out for our good anyway, Father, that what the enemy meant for evil, you turn it into good, Father I thank you, Lord, that even now people are realizing your true character and they're understanding, Lord, that this is not just about what you do for them. Oh, that this is something, God, that you said, seek my face and not my hand. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and all these things shall be added unto us, Father. And you said, Lord, that you would, we would, we would be uh faithful to know who you are father and not seek what you do for us and so father right now i declare and decree those people that are coming to you that are just not knowledgeable father god that those people that are coming to you that are just in a place lord that they don't understand when they're asking for for a financial breakthrough that there are some things that you want to remove out of their way in order to get that financial breakthrough, Father. So I ask right now that you would touch them, Lord. Touch them in a new way. Touch them in a different way. Touch that heart, Father God. Touch them so they can receive your word and they could understand, Lord, that it's about agreement, Father, that you are not just some jackpot God, that you are not just going to come out here and hit the lottery with God, but that you are the almighty that you are the Lord of Lords, that you are the Lord of hosts, that you are the great Jehovah and everything is beneath you, that we are all beneath you and that you give us mercy, Father God, so that we could receive it, Lord, and we could receive it in a new way this season, that we would be able to apply the mercy seat, Father God. We thank you, Lord. We thank you for this opportunity, God, to intercede for your sons and daughters to provide them with an opportunity to feel the conviction, Lord, to feel the conviction of you, Holy Spirit, in a way in which that that opportunity to move differently is apparent to us. It's 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 open to us. It's it's a new revelation for us, Lord. So I thank you, Father. I thank you just for who you are, Abba. Oh Lord, I thank you that you are Jehovah. Nisi, our banner, and you cover us with your banner of victory. You've already said it is one, that it is already uh, an L in the enemy's uh, um, category, that they've already lost, and that you would call us, Father God, to a new level of faith this season, Lord. I thank you, Father. And Lord, I just want to thank you for everybody that you have given us an opportunity to partner with an agreement during this midnight prayer watch, Father God. I thank you for the opportunity that you have given us 
to be your hands and feet, Jesus, to be vessels, Lord, that you would continue to mold us, shape us and transform us into the sons and daughters that you have fashioned us to become, Father, that we would continue to be malleable in your hands, Lord, that as your creations, we would do what you have called us to do. We would fulfill the purpose that you have predestined us to fulfill, Father. Lord, we declare and decree that we decrease so that you can get the increase, Father God. It's not about us. It's about you, Lord. It's about you and it's about what you are calling us to, Lord. Father, we lose it right now. We lose right now that what you have for us in store is on earth as it is in heaven, Father God. We come in agreement with it right now in the name of Jesus, in Jesus' name. We thank you, Father, that even now, Lord, that you are quickening hearts, Father, in areas that, that had never been quickened before so that we can submit it to you, Father, because you said in your word, submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. And so we declare and decree of fleeing is taking place right now in the spirit. A fleeing is taking place right now in the spirit. In Jesus' name, we declare and decree that submission is taking place. And because we are submitted, because we are resisting and we are rebuking, that submission and resistance is creating fleeing from the devil in the name of Jesus. Oh, come on, oh, somebody, yeah. And we love, Father God, we love you. We thank you, Lord, that you look down on us with so much mercy and grace, that your mercy endures forever. And we thank you for your loving kindness, God. And we ask that you would just take hold of hearts, Lord, do the work that we can't even see in the background. I thank you, Lord. I ask these things, Father God, in your holy, precious name, I pray, Christ Jesus. Amen. Oh, yeah. Oh, y'all, I need a swig of water. Oh, Holy Spirit was going. Mm, mm-hmm. We kind of talked about this already. And I, I just wanted to make sure that the point was was clear when it came to temptation, that uh, I review temptation in my mind when I received the prayer point as we're talking about lust. We're talking about you know, temptation of the flesh in that we're, we're tempted to, uh, let's just be real. Um, I'm a full adult, have sex when you shouldn't be having sex before you're married. Okay. This is an adult show. How about that? And we know that as we are sons and daughters of God, and he's called us to a higher standard of holiness, that is sin. When temptation meets that desire and the desire is acted on, that's sin. And I know that's so hard to, um, I, I just want you to understand, like, it's hard for me to even swallow. And I have to swallow this pill all day, every day, because I want what God has for me. It's like you, when you, when you get to a point where you've been doing your own thing for so long and it doesn't work, all you can do is submit. That's all you can do. So I completely feel y'all when it comes to temptation. Like I'm out here trying to live my best life too, but we are called to a standard of holiness. And I I don't know anybody been on the watch before, but I just want y'all to know, again, I'm trying to get to the straight and narrow path, okay? I'm not trying to be on the broad and wide path. 
where everybody else and they and and everybody else is going to make it over there it's it's going to be a lot of people is what the bible says i'm not trying to be on that path with them okay and it might be i'm just keeping it real it might be some of y'all that's on that path right now and i'm trying to tell you the lord is calling you he is touching you he got you here for a reason so these are the things that we have to be real about this is why i was saying earlier it's not for everybody it's not for everybody and i know people are not gonna like it but it's okay because the holy spirit said we gotta get it out there we gotta make sure people understand when you're out here and you're not married and you're having sex that's fornication that's the worst sin that's against your body that is uh inviting in areas that you don't want to deal with when we're talking about demons coming in and you don't know what this person is dealing with now you then let them in your whole body you don't let them in and then there's more temptation like i'm i'm thinking about in that term the holy spirit was like people aren't just thinking about temptation like that people are thinking about temptation like i'm tempted to uh um to to maybe drink and uh let's say i'm drinking more than i should like we're talking about superfluous amounts of alcohol and maybe i'm in a place where i shouldn't be drinking alcohol and i know the word even says that we shouldn't be drinking for from a place where we are getting drunk i know there's wine i hear that all the time oh well the bible says it's okay to drink wine though y'all y'all just making excuses now i just want you guys to understand temptation comes in many different shapes and sizes temptation comes in you idolizing something else like the lord is a jealous god i don't know if y'all y'all i've been reading exodus right i've been doing a study in exodus and when i tell you that that the lord was on some real og stuff in exodus he was like oh so y'all just gonna make a whole golden calf and i only was gone with moses for 40 days when y'all was in captivity with an in egypt under pharaoh for how many hundreds of years well 40 days you decided to go and make a whole golden calf and go worship that did that deliver you from egypt did that deliver you out of bondage from slavery oh my goodness the lord had he was so rare he was like y'all need to get away from me before i consume y'all right now and i was like oh my goodness okay he's not playing with us He's not playing with us. I just want you guys to understand he is calling us to a higher standard, okay? And there is so many temptations that are out here that can get our attention. And that's one of the things that I want you all to catch is like temptation is not just about lust. Temptation is about anything that is, is creating competition with what the spirit of the Lord is saying to do. So I have a couple of scriptures, okay? Couple of scriptures here for us to catch here. And I wanted to start right now with the, the one that says, watch and pray lest you enter in temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. This is Jesus. Watch and pray, which is what we're doing. Lest you enter into temptation. And temptation is the beginning the beginnings, that we're talking about a process, a workflow, the beginning process to get to sin. So we need to flee from temptation because if we are in agreement with temptation, then guess what? The next thing is sin. 
And we all know what happens when sin enters in. That exposes us. That creates that gaping hole in the hedge of protection the Lord has already created around us. And then we wonder why we are dealing with demons. And then we wonder why we're dealing with lack. We wonder why we're dealing with infirmity. We wonder why we're dealing with misfortune. And we're dealing with um, um, outcomes that, that don't seem like they work in our favor. Like, let's be real. We can't just, like, everybody wants to blame God for everything. It's like, listen, you got to take responsibility, okay? And first being responsible is knowing what he said is the formula that he has given us in his word that is living and active and sharpening a two-edged sword is able to separate joint from marrow and flesh from spirit. His word is saying that we need to watch and pray lest we enter into temptation because our flesh is weak, okay? So any temptation, if it's temptation to idolize other gods, which what was happening in Exodus is like, okay, so <clears throat> for some reason, Aaron, who I thought was, you know, he was about it, like he was on Moses' team, he was like, oh yeah, okay, give me all your gold, let's go make this calf. Like, what were they doing? But this, the thing is, you have to catch this, is that they were tempted. And then they came into agreement with that temptation. And look what happened. They had God like, I'm about to, ooh, y'all need to get away from me. I don't know if anybody had, had a parent that had that moment where you looked at them and they was like, okay, I'm backing up because I don't know what's going to happen. You're going to throw something at me. I might be knocked out one second from now. I'm getting away. And that's that's how I felt like God was saying, like, y'all better get away. I'm about to consume y'all because y'all don't even know I'm not playing with y'all. Okay? So we cannot be ignorant of this, that, that there are things that are still temptation that are not just lust. And so we talked about having other gods before the big God, the only God, the one true living God. We talked about lust. We talked about being in in fornication and let's be real you having sex before marriage i'm gonna say it again because the only reason why i'm on this is because i deal with this too okay and i gotta continue to keep my body pure and holy and sanctified and i gotta ask the lord for strength so that i can stay in this holy sanctification walk with him so that's why i'm i'm harping on that we're dealing with um temptation when it comes to just being in a place where our flesh wants to do what it wants to do is enticed. So one of the things that I also want to have us catch tonight is the fact that even though there's temptation, right? Even though there's that place where it's like, okay, I, I don't know which the fork in the road, do I go right or should I go left? That he still gives us a way of escape. So this is in 1 Corinthians 10, 13. And this is Paul talking to the church of Corinth. So he's talking to the, the believers. He's talking to us. He says, no temptation has overtaken you except such as is common to man. But God is faithful, who will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able, but with the temptation will also make the way of escape that you may be able to bear it. So 1 Corinthians 10, 13. So what am I getting from this? It's like the temptation. Yes, there's a desire. Yes, there's that. What should I do, Lord? I think a lot of people have that analogy of having the, the angel on one shoulder and the devil on the other shoulder. And, you know, the world has made that kind of like a cliche thing. But the Lord is 
never going to give you more than you can bear. So you already are equipped. And that's why when I was praying, when I was playing the praise music today, I want to remind everybody, we are conquerors. It's already inside of you. So let me let that sit there. It's already inside of you. I'm going to let that marinate. You have what you need in order to get out of your own way. You have it. You have what you need in order to counter any of these plans, any of these weapons that the enemy has formed against you to destroy you. It says in the word, the enemy comes but to kill, steal, and destroy. But Jesus, he has come so that we would have life and have it more abundantly. So I want you to catch that. Like, yes, temptation is hard. Yes, it is. It feels like, oh, I, I just succumbed to this and, you know, it was it was too much. I, I, you know, I just had to take that drink. I just had to take that shot. Uh, there might be temptation to get angry. And sometimes anger, wrath turns into bitterness. It turns into murder. There might be temptation to fall into that. I mean, the temptation is the beginning of everything that we have classified as sin. Okay, so there's so many temptations. But what are you doing when the Lord is saying that, yes, there's temptation, but God is faithful and he will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able but he makes that way of escape for you. So he's already created that other side for you to say, okay, I'm listening. And I'm, I just want y'all to catch this. Like you can only be real with yourself right now. And you know, when you're dealing with some hard, heavy stuff and you are at that fork in the road and you're like, what should I do? Hmm. For me, it's like, dang, you know, he, he looked really fine right now. I think I want to, you know, I want to go ahead and just have a little something, something have a little taste. What should I do? I'm telling y'all right now, in my mind, I already can feel Holy Spirit like, you know, you're not supposed to be doing this. You know, you're not even supposed to be in this man house. You know, you're not even supposed to be in this at this date. What are you doing? And it's the other side, which I know y'all hear it and be like, it's all right. It's cool. You got you got it. You can control your feelings. You can control your emotions. If it gets to this point, you know, you can leave. Listen, we got to be real with ourselves, everybody. We got to be real. That what did, what did it say before? Let me put it back in. <clears throat> Watch and pray, lest you enter into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. So that's our spirit that's talking to us. Like, we got to get out of this situation. What is you doing, Delta? What is you doing? The alarm bells is going off. Get out, get out, get out. But the flesh is weak. So you got to crucify that flesh. We got to crucify that flesh, y'all. Because it says also that if we are enduring temptation. Let me see. I, I got the scripture um, queued up too. It says in James 1.12, Blessed is the man who endures temptation. For when he has been approved, he will receive the crown of life, which the Lord has promised to those who love him. And if you love him, you are going to follow his word. You're going to follow what he says to do. So temptation, y'all, we got to make sure that we're being real with ourselves. I'm being real with y'all, excuse me, because this is what Holy Spirit is saying. 
that we are struggling with. We are struggling with this this season. And if we don't catch this, if we don't get real, if we don't ask the Lord to help us with this, that we are going to be succumb to temptation, which is going to leave us, lead us to sin, which is going to lead us down the path to destruction. Sin will ultimately lead to death. The Bible says the wages of sin is death. I don't know about y'all, but I ain't trying to die before my time. I know it's going to happen, but I ain't trying to help it happen, okay? I'm trying to live the life that the Lord has said he would give me. He said, I will give you this. Uh, we will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. I think that's in Psalm 27. So I just want to thank you guys again for just being willing to hear this hard, hard pill to swallow, this hard message that Holy Spirit has for us because it is not easy for none of us, okay? Me included. I am not precluded from this. This is only just us receiving it so that way we can get better, so that we can hold each other accountable, and that we can get people out of this this um, this fantasy thinking that I could be doing what thou wilt, and I'm still going to make it into heaven. I don't understand that. I mean, we're going to have to go into that um, our next midnight prayer watch when we come back in 2020 because I don't, I don't understand that for the life of me. Why people think that they could really try God like that. Like, like I think I'm, I'm going back to Toby right now. Like, try Jesus. Don't try me. But that's what we need right now is some Jesus. So uh, I just want to thank everybody again. Every midnight prayer watch, we do not take for granted that there might be someone here that Lord has pulled and is giving you this word tonight and you are saying, I'm ready to come into agreement with Jesus. I'm ready to accept him as my Lord and Savior. He's been calling me. I'm ready to go ahead and make these moves for the kingdom of heaven because he has purpose in my life and I want to see it come forth in Jesus' name. So I have on the screen for us right now the Lord's Prayer. And all you need to do is believe this in your heart by your faith. And he said in the word that once you believe this in your heart, that he will come in and save you, save you from eternal damnation because he would have none to perish, but all to have everlasting life. So I ask anybody, even if you are already saved, it's good. I say this all the time. Say it with me now. Let's continue to consecrate our flesh. Um, Let's continue to present our bodies as living sacrifices to our one true savior okay so everybody recite this with me now god i come to you asking for forgiveness i confess that i am a sinner in need of a savior i believe that you sent your son jesus christ to die on the cross paying the penalty for my sins and he was raised from the grave and is alive right now i confess you as lord over my life jesus come into my heart to save me now in your name, we pray. Amen. Oh, yes. So I am just rejoicing. I can feel the spirit moving and saying somebody done. Oh, the angels are rejoicing too. Somebody is going to get a new personal savior. And I am so excited for you because the Lord has purpose. He designed purpose for you and he wants you to walk in that. And it starts with your relationship with him. And I just want to send a special thank you to everybody. This has been, this is, 
this is my thank you uh, in all languages because we're international ministry. And I just want to say arigato. I want to say kamsandida. Those are my additional nationalities. And thank you. Thanks. <laughs> Appreciate you. <laughs> I just want you all to know that we are so grateful, so humble to be in a position to just uplift anyone that would make their request known. It is just only a move of God is what I say to be able to, to be in this position. I never would have thought this is how crazy the, the, how big these ideas and these, these, these purposes that the Lord has for us is I never would have thought that this would be what I'd be doing in 2020. Never would have thought like not even imagine blow my mind when I was, let's say, just 10 years ago, even two years ago, did not know it. So I just want to thank you all for just the support and the outpouring of love and just know that we're sending it right back and that we're continuing to keep you uplifted because we know it's not easy out here. It's hard out here in these streets. It's hard out here in these COVID streets, okay? But we submit and subscribe to positive thinking because that's what manifests in our lives is what's in our thoughts. And so we know that this is just a season and that everything will come in its time, right? It's like in this season, we know that there is there is struggle. We know that there is um, there are hard times. We know that there are things that are happening that we are questioning like, God, how is this happening? Why is this happening to me? Why is this happening to my family? Why? And are you allowing this to happen? Okay, let's be real. A lot of us get to that point and question him. There's nothing wrong with asking him the questions, but come back, come back into what he has promised you so you don't dwell in where the enemy can get placed and start to create a root inside of you of disbelief, unbelief, of unforgiveness, of of double-mindedness even, we don't want that to be the case. So I want you guys to just know that we continue to pray for you and we thank every one of you all that have ever joined us, have ever commented, ever liked, have ever um, sent in any hearts. We thank all of you guys. And I just want you all to know that we're continuing to pray for everybody. It is, it is a place where this year closing out is time to reflect. And I encourage everybody to take this time to sit down and reflect. Sit down and reflect on the things that you have had happen in your life that you were like, whoa, I did not think that I would get out of that situation. Or, Lord, I started off this year and I was like on a whole nother level and look where you brought me to today. Or, Lord, I didn't know how I was going to get out of that that housing situation. Lord, I didn't know how I was going to get through that uh, that debt collecting situation. Lord, I didn't know I was going to have a car at the end of this year. Start reflecting on the things that he's done for you. Remember is what he's calling us. Remember how good he is. Taste and see that the Lord is good. If you're only consuming the negative, that's what's going to manifest in your life. So trust me, it's not easy to do because it's not for everybody. That's for real. It's not for everybody, but we are praying for you all to be those people, to be able to receive what the Lord has in store for you, 
and to come into agreement and get real with who you are. Because when he is, is the judge and you are on trial and this judgment day and he's rewinding the tape back, it's just you and him. That's it. Just you and him. So are you being real with your relationship with him? He's calling you to a higher standard. And we are praying in agreement with you all to catch it, to catch it before it's too late. Catch it now, y'all. So I just thank you guys again. Blessings to everybody. I want everybody to have an awesome rest of the year. Continue to thank the Lord in advance for setting the captives free.